Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. On SENSA, welcome to The Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians, the Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. The Sandful Show with Damon Adams and Andrew Hayes on SENSA. Thanks to Host Plus. Hazy, the Sandful give us fantastic access to their administration. Last week, we spoke to Darren Chandler. Today, General Manager of Footy, Matty Doldig, joins us. Matt, good afternoon, mate. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. No, thanks for having me on, Damon. Hazy. We are just passed the, the midway point of the season. We've passed through the buy rounds now, so we're looking at the second half of the year. What's your take on season 2022 as a whole so far? Yeah, look, I guess starting from the front end, I think the on-field product's been exceptional. Um, we had quite a volume of players come into the competition from either interstate or young guys coming up through from our really strong under-18 sides for the last couple of years. So I think the on-field product has been, been outstanding and the buy rounds have set up the back half of the year that, um, well, hopefully we get a lot of people tuning in. I think we've got, really got seven teams now battling out for that top five. Port Adelaide probably um, missed an opportunity on the weekend to stay in touch, but we've got sort of seven teams and Port Adelaide will um, threaten a few on the way home battling out for um, those final final spots. So I think the season from an on-field product is set up beautifully. Oh, it is a really intriguing race for the top five, like you said, Diggers, and even... Central's knocking off uh, the Eagles on the weekend. It was a nice little uh, spanner in the works just to keep people guessing. Um, mate, one of the big dogs was in town last week, Brad Scott, AFL GM. Um, take us through those discussions and what was at the top the top point of the conversation? Yeah, look, it was great to have Brad in town. He's obviously GM of footy at, at the AFL. And it was timely on the back of the mid-season draft, um, which, as you know, and we've been pretty public, we don't support our players or sample players being taken mid-year, clearly we support them going on to bigger and better things. Um, but So we were able to have a good discussion with him around the impact that that has on sample clubs and their aspirations to win finals and, and premierships. Um, plus also, it was an opportunity to give Brad some background information on the sample competition and its, its long history and how we develop talent. So... All in all, it was great having him over. The Sandville CEO's got the opportunity to chat to him as well, and, and it was re- really well received. So do you feel like the AFL are lending an open ear to the concerns of the Sandville clubs and administrators? Yeah, they are. Yeah, look, Brad certainly is a football man. He, he understands when a Glenelg get two of their best four players taken out in the middle of the year. That has a significant impact on the, their chances, but also the feelings and emotions of their fans and, and members, which we still have a really strong base here and. South Australia. Um, look, on the, on the flip side, on the weekend, we saw three mid-season draftees playing. Unfortunately, a couple got injured, but the young lad at uh, Essendon um, was really, played really well, so he got that opportunity. So everyone loves seeing those opportunities. So we're trying to find that balance of um, how we can support both the players coming through and also our sample clubs. So do we know what the balance is yet, Diggers? I mean, is the mid-season draft here to stay? And is it now about finding some minor adjustments that would suit the sample? Yeah, look, it feels like it's probably the latter where we need to try and find some minor adjustments. And whether that is if the AFL wanted to look at their, the intent that they brought it in for was that topping of, up of their list due to injuries, the Sam Durden case, 
that's clearly one where they needed to bring in some defenders. Um, whether it needs to skew back to that or are the AFL happy now that it's a sort of 19, 20-year-old draft um, picking for the future? And then obviously the compensation piece. Um, while it's not a, a money grab, what we suggest to the AFL is that our clubs need to keep investing back into these pathways so there's opportunities for AFL clubs to take um, ready-made AFL players at any time of the year. So there's a couple of mechanisms there we could have a look at. Is one of those mechanisms perhaps being able to access players from country leagues for those Sandful players, that, those Sandful clubs that do lose players mid-year? Yeah, look, it's a flow-on. I've had a chat to a couple of country people that um, they do lose players mid-year. So it is the ecosystem we live in where players are looking to strive to get better and play in better competitions all of the time. So... It does have a flow-on impact. Our Sandville clubs are now looking at, at regional leagues or the Adelaide Footy League um, to fill some of their spots that they may have lost mid-year. So, yeah, that, that certainly is happening. But do you have a timeline of when you might get some results or any of these plans put into action? Oh, look, we'd like to think sort of by the end of the year. Um, we've got some more feedback at the very least, whether there's going to be any movement. Um, time will tell. Brad's got to go back and talk to a significant range of stakeholders, 18 AFL clubs are the starting point. So we understand where we sit and what that is, but we're really thankful for the opportunity that we could put our position forward. We're lucky to be having time with Central GM of footy, Matty Doldig, this afternoon. Uh, Matty, one of the more interesting talking points as well coming from those chats with Brad Scott is the fact that uh, the AFL is considering the last touch rule, which we see in the Sandful. Is it a rule that you strongly advocated for in those meetings? Um, yeah, look, we had some discussion. Um, we've been a strong advocate for, for it for a while now because we've seen the impact it's had at sample competition. It's, it's sped the game up. Um, we've got less boundary throw-ins, but we're still seeing them um, for our ruck craft, and the game's moving a lot quicker. Um, but more importantly, the game, at, particularly at AFL, it was getting really difficult to umpire. There's a lot of grey. What this does is just take one element out. It, um, it's black and white. If you kick or handball the ball and it goes out of bounds, it's a free kick, and we get the game going. So... Something we can take off the umpires, which is really difficult. Um, before, when it was deliberate or now when it's um, insufficient attempt, there's still that bit of grey that um, can get the crowd and the players quite emotional. So just in terms of crunching some numbers, mate, like, when did this come into the sample um, and how has it improved, the, guards, the quality of the game? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it was, uh, let's go to 2017, it was introduced and immediately we saw a reduction of about... Um, 15% in stoppages because what you see at boundary throw-ins is not only the boundary throw-in but almost every second time there's another re-stoppage so we're taking them straight out of the game and we did see a spike in scoring Um, probably over the last six years that spike in scoring is starting to come down our coaches are all very good as you know and they put plans in place but we've seen an immediate impact um, from stoppages and scoring and significant as well um, and not to mention, um, I think in that first year, and, and you guys probably the same, there's a lot of criticism for it. What are we doing? But I think it's universally accepted now and actually supported from all of our fans at sample matches. So how, how come it's taking this long for the AFL to take notice? Because I know, obviously, <laughs> you just mentioned uh, it was going to take a year or two before people said, look, these are the results. It's starting to work. But it just sort of felt like before Brad Scott got in that there was um, a bit of stubbornry. Um, I'm not sure how I'll answer that, Hazy. <laughs> I'm trying to be diplomatic, but um, look, it's a good South Australian rule. We'd love to see it um, right across the nation.
That's some quality shuffling there, Matt. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> mate, uh, we love a positive story. And, you know, while uh, there has been issues around crowd numbers for both the AFL and the Sandful in season 2022, what's been fantastic to see is that the people consuming the product seems to be really healthy. So we're, we're getting great stream numbers uh, through our games broadcast on SEN. And your host TV broadcaster, Channel 7, are reporting great numbers as well. Yeah, some really positive stories coming out, um, well, today around our broadcast numbers in particular. Um, they're up about 7,000 on average and our market share is sitting around 35%. So 35 out of every 100 people that are watching TV on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon are tuning into um, sample footy. So while the crowds have dropped off, as you mentioned, and it's for a range of reasons, and we're seeing it across a lot of sports, um, that people are loving sample and loving consuming it. Our sample now, SEN, Channel 7 numbers are all up, and, and, and that's just a sign of the times how people consume all of their entertainment these days. So we're really happy with that, how that's going. We'd love to see a few more people going through the turnstiles out of our suburban grounds, but we hope that comes in the back half of the year. Hey, mate, just to jump back on some, some of the rules, um, is there any other rules off the top of your head that are uniquely South Australian that you think that the AFL could look at? Because for me, the 25-metre rule, I think, works so beautifully as opposed to 50 metres. Yeah, look, they're the two rules we've got left, Hazy, the 25 v 50 and the last possession out of bounds. So we've made a few adjustments over the last couple of years, obviously with the stand rule to align with the AFL um, for a range of reasons. We think they're good rules. But, yeah, look, the 25-metre rule gets discussed at AFL level quite a bit, particularly with the amount of 50s that get paid these days with the infringement area and the stand rule and, um, and those sort of um, infringements that can get 50 metres. So... We think the 25 works really well in SA again. Um, the impact is not quite as severe. We really need to be sort of between 50 and 70 out to um, be impacted by a scoring shot. So they're the two rules that now differ, and um, we're pretty pretty comfortable that they'll um, well they will remain uh, sample unique. Well, Matty, we love the access you give us here at the Sandful Show and we love that you advocate on behalf of our great league as well. Uh, we'll continue to watch with interest as 2022 rolls on. Matty Doldig, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Thanks, Dana. Thanks, Avi. appreciate your support and having me on. They're doing a great job, Hazy. Uh, we look forward to round 12 of the Sandful and, you know, if we're talking about our great game, some great clashes coming up. South Adelaide. They're in some great form, Hazy, playing the Adelaide Crows. It'll be a great one. Yep, absolutely. They're trying to keep themselves in touch with the top five. And the Crows, uh, I mean, each and every week we say it depends on what happens with the AFL side, but they're still, still sitting pretty in the five. But I think down at Norlunga makes a massive difference. So I would say South Adelaide for that one. The Eagles, this will be an interesting game because I'd hate to be the team that faces the Eagles after they got um, they were involved on the wrong end of the biggest upset of the season. And that is Central's knocking off the Eagles. And now West Adelaide have to come up against the Eagles. That's going to be tough. I will say this. The Bloods are hunting. They were up at halftime against the Crows. They could get this done. So they are going to be hungry for that win. Uh, I don't want to say traditional rivalry every time Port Adelaide play a game. But Port Adelaide, Vigla and Elga, Albert and Oval shapes as a great contest. As does Central District, who got the win this week against the Roosters, sitting on top of the Sandville League table at Ex-Convenience Oval on Saturday afternoon. SEN's going to be covering that one. Mm, uh, and this is probably going to be the match of the round. Sturt taking on the Red League, so I have no idea which way I'd go on that one. I'd probably tip Norwood, purely because it's at Cooper Stadium. So that's happening um, on the weekend. And Sturt, did they get exposed a little bit last week? Possibly, but uh, the Red Legs are starting to really find some form, and Matt Panos is just channeling some of that 
form that made him one of the great Sandville players. It truly is a fantastic year of the Sandville. So get along to the game, support your club where you can. This is the Sandville Show. Thanks to the Host Plus Sandville League. It's just warming up, feeling those game day vibes. Nothing beats it. Hazy, been a pleasure spending this afternoon with you, mate. Pleasure's all mine. We'll catch you next week, guys. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.